Good evening, and welcome to another episode of DFWTO Podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, because... Wednesdays are for podcasts, with a lot of emphasis. Happy spoopy season! <laughs> We're very excited, guys. It is officially September 1st, officially. which means it is Halloween. I do not care what anyone says, it is Halloween. I've already put out, um, well, I mean... My house already kind of looks like Halloween, um, but I already started putting out like official Halloween decorations, and then I'm like, I don't want to go too far because then my husband would come home and go, "What?" And so I've left some of them. I didn't go full out. I've got my pumpkins out. I've got a few things. Got my witch signs. Got a few things out, but I didn't want to go too crazy, guys. I've already got a. I've got a giant wooden pentagram hanging on my front door so you well know, i mean it's, it's not, halloween it's not for 24 7 it's, it's in this for house. which why well, no but i'm just making the point of saying like it's halloween 24 7 in this house anyway so you know but yeah officially i saw a post today actually i was gonna repost it and i thought it was it was from like a local news out of like maybe north carolina or something and it literally said hey guys it's september 1st when is it too early to play christmas music let me tell you right now, if I hear anybody playing Christmas music, I mean, even if I'm next to you at a red light, I'm going to put my car in park, get out of my car, and I'm going to skin you alive. Do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm telling you? And then you're, she's going to use you and then as I'm a gonna Halloween decoration. And then I'm going to wear your skin suit as a costume, or I'm going to hang it up as a decoration. Because you are a desecration to the world if you pierce anybody's ear holes with Christmas music before November. You need therapy. You need God. You need milk. You need Jesus. You I need don't know milk. what the fuck is wrong. Do you know how hot I got when I saw that fucking post? When is it too? It's September 1st. When is it too early to play Christmas music? When you die. That's when it, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> So at your funeral, I'm going to come in going, Jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> she said she said she wanted it you know it was it's not too early now you can <laughs> i was so livid i'm 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 sure with this being a horror podcast everybody that's listening would rightfully agree look unless you're like Lori strode's daughter and like halloween is deeply traumatic for you <laughs> Unless your mom has been stalked by a man for 40 fucking years. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> She's the only one that had an excuse to play Christmas music in September. Okay? So unless Halloween has deeply traumatized you to like Laurie Strode level, you can go fuck yourself on the Christmas music on September 1st. I tell you what you can do. Do you know how Billy died in Black Christmas? Yeah, that's what you can do. Do that. Yep, you can do that. Billy! Um, play it in your earbuds silently to yourself if it makes you happy. But if you By play means, it out loud, listen. Like if you're cranking it, like if tomorrow, if I'm on my way to therapy and I hear somebody cranking Christmas music, like I may need to get out of jail letter from my therapist because I'm going to kill them. <laughs> like, I'm Listen, here's I'm going the thing. To kill you. I posted this today. I, I texted all my friends and I was like, happy official first day of spoopy season. And I had two people 
respond, one person responded, how fall isn't until September 23rd. And I said, fuck directly off. And two, the the other person was like, oh my God, that means winter's coming. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, we're not talking about winter. We're talking about fall. Okay. And then somebody jumped to two completely different sides of the spectrum. (laughs) I'm like, well, actually, the autumn equinox is exactly twelve oh one Eastern Pacific specific on the twenty third cuspus of the fucking <laughs> asshole. I hate when people do that. Wait till wait till I tell you who it was. So here's the thing: is I blew everybody ear hole. So I understand when it comes to around these holidays. If Christmas makes you happy, right. I understand there are people, Christmas makes you really happy. Keep it to yourself. But here's <laughs> the thing. Don't start coming at me because I'm celebrating Christmas two or what? Because I'm celebrating Halloween two months early when you're celebrating Christmas in August. Okay, Karen? Shut the fuck up. My ex-mother in law used to Christmas shop in July. So I mean to be completely honest I have with you, Christmas, I get that. I have Christmas, well, yeah, you know, if you have a huge I mean, family, listen, I kind of get it. Because once it hits November, you're fucking done, and you're you like, have no worries. You're just done. I get that. <laughs> if you have a big family, though, seriously, if it's like the Waltons, I kind of get it. I walked in. Am and I John boy? I walked in, and the Waltons went off. I was like, Dad, were you just watching the Waltons? He's like, there was nothing else on except for Jerry Springer. So. My dad still has basic cable, guys. So if you're wondering, like, it was between the Waltons or Jerry Springer. Is this 1997? My dad still has basic cable. It was the 90s. (laughs) So, yeah, my dad is basically still living in the 90s. And what's funny is that there was one person when I said, happy official first day of spoopy season. This is how I knew this person was my soulmate. Thank you. Um, They were like, spoopy season started July 5th. Yes, you are correct. But the weather is cooperating today. So <laughs> I took a very amazing fall walk this morning. And then I went on. I thought you were going to say took an amazing fall this morning. If I took an amazing fall, I would tell you guys all about it too. Like I really would. You know there'd be a whole okay, story. <laughs> there'd be a whole story. Had a great fall. <laughs> Apparently that was a thing though this morning. Like where a bunch of people were just like, oh. First day of September, and then go out and take a walk. Like, did oh, you did you see the post where great. they said Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and it's literally pictures of him like doing fall festivities, and I fucking died. I've seen. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, I love this so much. He had a great fall. Like, oh, good for him. <laughs> well, I saw this TikTok last year that said, in the UK we call that season before winter autumn. And in the America, we call it fall because leaf fall down. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't tell you what America's done to the English language, I don't know what does. Like it took me forever to figure out when uh, what's her name was singing "Chasing Pavements." Adele, I was like, "Pavement is sidewalk." Oh, <laughs> you fucking. Pavement sidewalk. Pavement <laughs> sidewalk. The bloody sidewalk. 
You know, mm. I have blonde moments every once in a while. Black people can, we can have them. Everyone can have them. Everyone. We all, look, Asian, black, it doesn't discriminate. <clears throat> it's you, we, we all have those moments where it's like your brain just goes, oh yeah, the cop from Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, happy spoopy season. We're yes. super excited to bring you all the spoopy things, um, of course. Be a good month. We got five Wednesdays, so. We do. Five episodes. So guys, before we get into the episode tonight about the Kraken, super excited to talk about release. The Kraken. Oh, I was like waiting. I was like the anticipation. <laughs> anticipation. <laughs> um, Smashing. <laughs> I want to roll tonight. Don't ever give me a chai latte ever again. There's not even any caffeine in this. It's the sugar from the pump. It's the pumpkin <laughs> pump. Jesus Christ, that sounds like a titty. <laughs> you said pump? I was like, what? A oh. pumpkin pump. Um, before we get into the episode tonight about the Kraken, a world from Osmancer, calm your body down. Speaking of pumpkins, we have officially, as of August 13th, have had the pumpkin spice bath bombs. So like you guys know, those will be here all the way till the end of the year. Um, and yeah, that's really the only thing I am thinking about putting up a poll if the Apple cinnamon ones will be back this year. Um, and I'm also, oh, I have not forgotten about the um, men's line. So I know that I had mentioned this month, not exactly sure when, but it will be sometime in September. And I'm still working on either an oil or a, like a balm. So it just kind of, at this point, it just kind of depends. <laughs> on material so um but that still is something that's going to happen this month so um just keep checking back on uh the instagram page for announcements and then of course i'll make announcements on the podcast every wednesday but um yeah it's calm your body down everywhere and uh thank you guys etsy and instagram see you in september just kidding it's already september Anyway, calm your body down. Bing. You know, I didn't realize till today how many songs have September. Wake me up. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, wait, not that. <laughs> I was like, that's not sad. Don't wake me up when September ends. I want to look through September. God damn. <laughs> the um, Earth, Wind, and Fire September, we played. Uh, my wedding anniversary is next week. Um, we, played that at our, we played that at our wedding. September and October are great months to have fall weddings. I mean, September and October are great months. Ooh, if the weather, if the weather cooperates, it's so incredible, especially an outdoor wedding. If you can plan it, it's phenomenal. Depending on where you live, I should specify. Yeah. <laughs> it might so be a really, there's there's still parts there's still areas like parts of Colorado are already getting snow. And then there's parts of California where it's um, still like over a hundred degrees, and I'm like, okay, I don't want either one of. Them. What's insane is that yesterday was 100% summer, and today it was fall. I'm like, Ohio in a nutshell. Yes, <laughs> I think that's just that's just this whole. That's just the Midwest, East Coast. You're gonna get what you're gonna get. You can't do 
podcast. Oh, also, guys, um, since we know we have listeners everywhere, um, everything that's going on with Hur- Hurricane Ida, we just, you know, we're sending out prayers and good vibes to everyone. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's there's not a lot of reporting going on about it, but obviously it's going on and it is really crazy. Um, and the town of there's, uh, if anybody was a swamp people fan <laughs> where they would hunt, hunt for gators, um, there was a town that was mentioned Homa and that entire town in Louisiana has just been completely decimated. And actually that's a, there's a really huge indigenous population there in Homa. Um, so yeah, just, you know, it's not, Louisiana is not just Baton Rouge and Nolens. It's, you know, a whole fucking state and a lot of people were affected. Um, God, even parts of Tennessee. I mean, this, this went really far up and we got was, the rain from it yesterday. Like it was last night. way worse, you know, uh, climate change is real and it was way worse than Katrina. And it's because of because of climate change, you know, we know this is hurricane season, but the the worse global warming gets, the worse and worse and worse hurricanes are going to get. And areas like that are just going to keep getting hit harder and harder and harder till they're just virtually decimated. And before you go, well, why can't people leave? A lot of people don't have the means to. So anybody that, you know, is still there and had to fight it out or could leave and come back and you have nothing like our our prayers go out to you. I just wanted to say that. Because, um, you know, I've been I've been seeing a lot about it and I've been trying to post about it. And I, I follow a really great page, guys. It's called Louisiana Dread. And they're kind of like a horror page, but they do a lot of stuff like based in Louisiana and give a lot of history. Um, it's a wonderful, it's Louisiana.dread, D-R-E-A-D. Please give them a follow. They also have a YouTube channel um, where they do like little horror shorts um it's it's worth a follow and they've been reporting a lot on what's been going on a lot more than what you'll see on the actual news um so yeah find places you can donate um if if you're able to obviously not everybody's able financially able to right now you know we're still you know feeling the effects from last year but if you're able to at least get the word out and like repost and reshare from other pages and even donating things. We have a, we have Matthew 25 ministries here. If you're able to like go to the dollar store and get a bunch of diapers and pads and donate them so people can, you know, or or canned goods or whatever, like, you know, if you're able to do things like that, just, um, yeah, but we just wanted to say that our hearts go out to any listeners that we have in Louisiana or any of the other areas that were affected by Hurricane Ida, because this is fucking crazy. I remember Hurricane Katrina vividly. So, um, well, just a lot of the past hurricanes. I remember a lot of them, and it just, yeah. Katrina and Ike are the two. Yeah, and Ike, too. Um, The worse global warming gets, the worse these hurricanes are going to get. Global warming isn't real. So, I know. I'm sorry. Anyway... (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Okay, guys. So, talking about the Kraken. Giant squid that eats ships. Well, ship. Right. (laughs) So, the Kraken. Actually, what's really funny is that I don't know why. It's. I'm surprised we haven't done an episode on the Kraken. Um, 
I had, I guess, you know, we had just been thinking about other ones that would kind of just put it out of our head. And then I was, someone had made a mention about Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, oh yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. And they were like, yeah, Johnny Depp got eaten by the Kraken. And I was like, the Kraken. And then I was like, oh my God, we haven't done an episode about the Kraken. No, we haven't. We've done pretty much all of the mainstream cryptids. We've done some like lesser known ones. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a major one that's been, excuse me, a part of folklore and legend for years. And I mean, it's obviously still popular because it's made its way into mainstream movies and whatnot. I just pictured a Kraken going, making my way downtown. (laughs) This giant thing in the ocean, just making my way downtown. Do you hear it? Do you hear that song? (laughs) (laughs) So the Kraken is a legendary sea monster of gigantic size and cephalopod-like appearance in Scandinavian folklore. According to Norse sagas, the Kraken dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrorizes nearby sailors. Authors over the years have postulated that the legend may have originated from sightings of giant squids that may grow to 13 to 15 meters, which is 40 to 50 feet in length. Y'all, that's fucking massive. The sheer size and fearsome appearance attributed to the Kraken have made it a common ocean-dwelling monster in various fictional works. The Kraken has been the focus of many sailors passing the North Atlantic, especially sailors from the Nordic countries. Throughout the centuries, the Kraken has been a staple of sailors' superstitions and mythos. And we'll be using <laughs> Wikipedia tonight, guys. But yeah, if you guys have ever watched... I've, I've done deep dive down rabbit holes on YouTube and... One of the mini ventures has been looking at uh, like giant squid video. Holy shit. Like the Kraken may be one of these, you know, uh, cryptid legends that I could actually give credence to because especially at a time, you know, where there was no concept that squids could get that big and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe not necessarily big enough to take down a whole ship, but hell, you know, we don't know our, Pollution and different things have changed so much since those times that maybe squids back then actually could get bigger. And maybe they've just gotten smaller now because, well, you know, any various things like food supply. uh, Again, like I mentioned, um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of our oceans are very, uh, what's the word I was looking for? A lot of trash, a lot of polluted. Yeah, pollution? they're very polluted. I was like, pollution. So <laughs> that could be affecting them too. Like that could be a real thing. Very true. I can go ahead and read the oh, second yeah. part. Oh yeah, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. So oh, of course. Um, I remember reading Jules Verne when I was in school. So that was another thing that the kraken was mentioned. So the English word kraken is taken from modern Scandinavian languages, originating from the Old Norse word kraki. In both Norwegian and Swedish, kraken is the definite form of crake, a word designating an unhealthy animal or something twisted. Cognate with the English word quirk, quirk, crook, and crake. Good lord. Which would mean twisted, so that makes yes. sense. In modern German, crake, plural and oblique cases of the singular kraken, means octopus, but can also refer to the legendary kraken. Kraken is also a Norwegian word for octopus and an old euphemism in Swedish for whales used when the original word became taboo, as it believed it could summon the creatures. 
well. Kind of like skinwalkers, like if you talk yeah, about like it. if you actually even say the word, yeah. one might bring it manifest <clears throat> itself. Um, after returning from Greenland, the anonymous author of the old Norwegian natural history work, I'm going to try this enunciation as best as I can, um, Kanungus Skogstja, uh, it's beautiful. Eight, yeah, we'll <laughs> go with that. <laughs> it was from 1250, described in detail the physical characteristics and feeding behavior of the beast. The narrator proposed that there must be only two in existence, stemming from the observation that the beasts have always been sighted in the same parts of the Greenland Sea, and that each seem incapable of reproduction as there was no increase in their numbers. So this is uh, apart from that, from that piece. Um, there is a fish that is still unmentioned, which it, again, this is from the 12th century also, which it is scarcely, scarcely advisable to speak about an account of its size because it will seem to most in people incredible. There are only a few who can speak upon it clearly because it is seldom near land, nor appears where it may be seen by fishermen. And I suppose there are not many of this sort of fish in the sea. Most often in our tongue, we call it hafkufa, which is a Kraken translation. Nor can I conclusively speak about its length in L's, E-L-L-S, because the times he has shown before men, he has appeared more like land than like fish. Neither have I heard that one had been caught or found dead, and it seems to me as though there must be no more than two in the oceans, and I deem that each is unable to reproduce itself, for I believe that they are always the same ones. Then two, neither would, do, neither would it do for either fish if the kraken were of such a number of other whales on account of their vastness and how much substance that they needed. It is said to be the nature of these fish that when one shall desire to eat, when it stretches up its neck with a great belching and following the Sorry, belching, that was funny. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, when you burp, you're making room. Uh, comes forth much food so that all kinds of fish that are near to hand will come to present location, then will gather together, both small and large, believing that they shall obtain their food and good eating. Both this great fish lets its mouth stand open while, this almost sounds like um, a whale, those, like a sperm whale. Yeah. Those really big ones. I was literally like, thinking like about plankton. the whale in um, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. He's like, yeah. Because they only eat like plankton. But this great fish lets its mouth stand open and the gape is no less wide than that of a great sound or bite, B-I-G-H-T, nor, and nor the fish avoid running together uh, there in the great numbers. But as soon as its stomach and mouth are full, then it locks together its jaws and has the fish all caught and enclosed that before greedily came there looking for food. So this sounds more like that um, Swedish euphemism that they were more whale-like than octopus-like because in this story from the 12th century, it's described as more of a fish in a whale than it is described as an octopus in, in later translations. Um, well, definitely the way that it catches food. I mean, that that's exactly what a whale does. Yeah, it sounds... The, cri the krill, is what, as, as they call them. Right. Um, so this there's another section of a story here. This one comes from, it says, in the late 13th century, uh, there was a version of an old Icelandic saga, Orvar... Odar, it is inserted, it's, oh, I'm sorry, is an, an inserted episode of a journey bound for Helluland, which is the Baffin Island, um, that takes the protagonist through the Greenland Sea 
And here they spot two massive sea monsters called Hafgufa, that word I was mentioning, um, which means sea mist, or it's another translation for a kraken, so that they believe that this was actually a reference to a kraken. Um, so again, this is from a 13th century Icelandic story called Obar, Odar. Um, now I will tell you that there are two sea monsters. One is called the Hafgufa, another Lingbecker. It is the largest whale in the world, but the Hafgufa is the largest monster in the sea. So this one's referring to the Ling Bakar is the whale. The Hafgufa is would be the kraken then. It is the nature of this creature to swallow men and ships and even whales and everything else within its reach. <laughs> it's just so this actually it's a like, vacuum. This sounds exactly <laughs> like more of what we would think of modern day krakens mm -hmm. then. It stays submerged for days and then it rears its head and nostrils above surface and stays that way at least until the change of the tide. Now that sound now that sound we just sailed through was the space between its jaws and its nostrils and lower jaw were those rocks and appeared in the sea, while the Lingbakar was the island we saw sinking down. However, Ungman Tusak has set, has sent these creatures to you by means of his magic to cause the death of you and all your men. He thought more men would have gone the same way as those that had already drowned. Um to the, the Lingbakar, which of course wasn't an island, it sank because it was a whale. And he expected that the Hafgufa would have swallowed us all. Today I sailed through its mouth because I knew that it had recently surfaced. Um, so it makes sense that he would have, if you know like what an octopus's or a squid's <laughs> mouth looks like, it literally looks like a beak. Mm -hmm. So that would make it make sense that it would sound like the lower jaw would look like rocks because it literally looks like a hard beak. Um, so yeah, actually this one from the 13th century sounds more like what we would envision a modern day kraken would look like. The famous Swedish 18th century naturalist Carl Linnus included the kraken in the first edition of its systematic natural catalog, Systema uh, Natura, I think that's how you pronounce it. Sure. <laughs> so it's it's the Latin writing for system nature. Uh, Carl Linnus was a botanist and a zoologist. Um, and that was, sorry, I almost lost my face, my space. That was, um, published in 1735. There he gave the Kraken a scientific name, Microcosmos, but omitted it in later editions. Thank you. <laughs> because we don't have time to read Wow, that. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the Kraken were extensively described by Eric oh Pontopadin, sure. Bishop of Bergen, <laughs> In his, I am not reading that translation. <laughs> nope. Uh, the English me... translation is the first attempt at a natural history of Norway, which was published in Copenhagen in 1752. Uh, Pontu Papadon, that's how you say his name. I'm going to call him fucking Eric. Um, <laughs> We're just going to call him Eric. You're Eric. Made several claims regarding the Kraken, including the notion that the creature was sometimes mistaken for an island and that the real danger to sailors was not the creature itself, but rather the whirlpool left in its wake. However, Eric also described the destructive potential of the giant beast. It is said that if the creature's arms were to lay hold of the largest man of war, um, and a man of war is a... Uh, well, it's a ship, and it's a ship, but they yeah. also used it to describe a uh, uh, jellyfish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, jellyfish. Yeah, um, 
but in this instance, he's referring to a, a ship, um, that it would pull it down to the bottom of the sea. According to Eric, Norwegian fishermen often took the risk of trying to fish over a kraken since the catch was so plentiful, hence the saying, you must have fished on kraken. Eric also proposed that a specimen of the monster, perhaps a young and careless one, washed ashore and died in Austahung in 1680. Um, that's a little town in Norway. Um, uh, by 1755, Eric's description of the Kraken had been <clears throat> translated into English. Swedish author Jacob Wallenberg described the Kraken in his 1781 work, My Son on the Galley. Okay, I read My Son the Gay. <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> I was like... I mean, either one. What is this? What? <laughs> like, the gays are seeing the Kraken, too? Um, Kraken... <laughs> if you called... see a Kraken, you might... You might be gay. You might be entitled to compensation. I would hope so. <laughs> like, sincerely. I would hope there would be... You might be entitled to financial compensation. Somebody you could talk to. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> um, so a kraken uh, in, in this story from 1781. Kraken also called the crab fish, which is not that huge for heads and tails counted. He is no larger than our Oland is wide, which would be less than 10 miles. He stays at the seafloor constantly. I'm like, 10 miles is pretty That's pretty big, fucking dude. wide, bro. <laughs> he stays at the seafloor constantly surrounded by innumerable small fishes who serve as his food and are fed by him in return. For his meal, um, if I remember correctly, what Eric writes lasts no longer than three months and another three are then needed to digest it. His excrements nurture in the following an army of lesser fish. And for this reason, fishermen plumb over his resting place. Gradually, the kraken ascends to the surface and when he is at 10 to 12 fathoms, uh, 18 to 22 meters or 60 to 72 feet, the boats had better move out of his vicinity as he will shortly thereafter burst up like a floating island, spurting water from his dreadful nostrils and making rings around him, which can reach many miles. Could one doubt that this is the Leviathan of Job? Everybody knows that story from the Bible. I do. Um, in 1802, the French malacologist I have no idea what the fuck that is. Uh, Pierre <laughs> de Montfort recognized the existence of two kinds of giant octopus in his... They study invertebrate zoology. Oh, okay. is, uh, invertebrate. That makes total sense. Studies like mollusks. Mollusks. And orthopods. <laughs> so he wrote the existence of two kinds of giant octopus in the History Naturelle Generale et Particulaire des Mollusks. An encyclopedic description of mollusks. That's about the best French you're going to get from me because they sound like they have marbles in their mouth. I'm oui. so sorry. Oui. Um, Montfort claimed <laughs> that the first time the Kraken octopus had been described by Norwegian sailors and American whalers, as well as ancient writers such as Pliny the Elder. It's an amazing name. It is a the great much name. larger second type, the colossal octopus, was reported to have attacked a sailing vessel from St. Malo off the course, co course. Can't say, <laughs> I could not say coast for some fucking Out of reason. all of the things you've said tonight, coast was the hardest. Coast was the hardest <laughs> fucking word I said after that perfect French. Um, <laughs> off the coast of Angola. Montfort later dared more sensational claims. He proposed that 10 British warships, including the captured French ship of the line Ville de Paris, which had mysteriously disappeared one night in 1782, must have been attacked and sunk by the giant octopuses. The British, however, knew, courtesy of a survivor from the ship, 
that the ship had actually been lost in a hurricane off the coast of Newfoundland in September of 1782, resulting in a <laughs> disgraceful revelation for Montfort. That was literally well shit. <laughs> like, oh, it, it, it was a hurricane. Oh. It wasn't a Kraken. Oh. Well, maybe the Kraken caused the hurricane. No, 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 no. That Kraken went up on the water and was like... <laughs> Started waving, started going crazy and waving tentacles around. <laughs> Hurricane! <clears throat> um, since the late 18th... Oh. Okay. <laughs> since the late... You're like, where did that come from? Late, it was like I was trying to swallow my tongue. I'm not really sure what was happening. Since the late 18th century, the Kraken has been depicted in a number of ways. Primarily as a large octopus-like creature. It has often been alleged that Eric's Kraken might have been based on sailors' observations of the giant squid. The Kraken is also depicted to have spikes on its suckers. In the earliest descriptions, however, the creatures were more crab-like and octopus-like and generally possessed traits that are associated with large whales rather than giant squid. An ancient giant cephalopod resembling the legendary Kraken has been proposed as responsible for the deaths of the Ichthyosaurus during the Triassic period. Don't tell me how I know how to pronounce that because I would have known too. Because I've just we are just dinosaur freaks. I'm yeah, and I'm I'm very familiar with what an ichthyosaurus looks like. Too, I so. know I pictured it. <laughs> so although fictional, this is in popular culture, which I'm sure there are probably many things you guys are thinking about while we're talking about this. Although fictional and the subject of the myth. The legend of the Kraken continues to the present day with numerous references in film, literature, television, and other popular culture topics. Examples are Alfred Tennyson's 1830 Irregular Sonnet, The Kraken, references in Herman Melville's novel Moby Dick, Chapter 59, Squid. The novel The Kraken Wakes, The Kraken of Marvel Comics, a 1981 film Clash of the Titans, which of course, of course, is very, very classic. It, it's also been remade yep and also I, the remake uh, yeah, was not terrible in 2010 yeah uh, ralph fines liam neeson it wasn't um, bad i i liked it I, and liked I, it I grew up with the original one and enjoyed the remake just as much so. same uh the 2010 uh, remake of the same names the seattle kraken professional ice hockey team krakens appear in video games such as sea of thieves return of the Oprah den the Kraken was also featured in two of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, primarily in Dead Man's Chest, which is technically three. Um, as the pet of the fearsome Davy Jones, the main antagonist of the film, and the Kraken also makes... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Dead Man's Chest is two. At World's End is three. The Kraken also makes an appearance in At World's End, which was actually... Pirates of the Caribbean was my first tr introduction to the Kraken when I was younger. I vaguely, like I said, I remember reading, um, or at least a lot of the illustrations from uh, 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Jules Verne novel. So I remember kind of vaguely seeing the Kraken from that, but like distinctively the uh, 81 Clash of the Titans, because, you know, that we were, you know, release the Kraken, we were talking about that famous line. So that's like a big, like that, that was the original one that I grew up with, I mean, because, well, and that was such a stellar, I mean, you had a very young Harry Hamlin, but you had, you know, Burgess Meredith, Maggie Smith, and Lawrence Olivier, like, in the 
the prime of their careers. Like, and then again, like I said, the remake was, was really, it was, it was nice to see a more updated version with what they were able to do with special. That's what I always kind of like about certain remakes. It's like what, especially with movies like that, like what, what they're able to do with special effects in 2010 versus what they were limited and what they could do back in 1981, even though, even though the original was still great. Um, well, and actually, um, hear a little, uh, horror nod, um, because there's the, I'm pretty sure it's in Clash of the Titans. I think I have a scene with, um, which movie am I thinking of where he's fighting skeletons, where he's fighting a skeleton? It may not be Clash of the Titans. I haven't seen Clash of the Titans in a very long time. I do know the Medusa is amazing. They did do a good, I, I like that they get into the Medusa story. That's always mm -hmm. been a part of that folklore I really liked. But um, yeah, what they were able to do with the, with the remake was good. I, I liked it. So even the, even the sequel, Wrath of the Titans was pretty good too. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look, a lot of these movies, you can't, if you like that kind of subject matter and you like action movies, you know, like you're not going to be watching an Oscar winning performance. Like, you know what you're going to be getting. You know what I mean? Like You're watching Transformers. Like, like, yeah, on. like it's. You, you know it's for entertainment fuck. value it's for entertainment Th those movies are strictly like that's one of those like if the kids are older and like you want to like a friday night like popcorn let's watch clash of the titans yeah. that's it's like one of those kind of movies 100 yeah. percent. yeah definitely like a friday night family you know if your kids are a little bit older i'd say like 9 10 and sit them around and y'all watch Clash of the Titans. Yeah. It's definitely one of those movies. It's a good movie, it's a though. Fun, it's, it's just a, God, it's a need fun to, action I need to rewatch movie it. to watch. Um, it's been a long Yeah, me time. and my husband usually watch movies like, those are movies that are just mindless, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you just want to put, if you're like, just want to have something on, but you're not really paying attention to it, or you just want something on in the background, it's like one of those movies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you've never seen it, I would actually watch it like it's worth a it's worth, worth a one time. pay attention yeah <laughs> i think so for sure but i seriously if you guys have never looked up giant squid videos oh my fucking god like what they're able to capture on those deep sea cameras there's even um well ones that have washed ashore like there was a famous picture i know that went around on instagram for a while where like somebody's holding this giant it's like they're that's how big they're like one eyeball they're holding it with their hands and it's a giant squid eyeball. Those motherfuckers. And it's bigger massive. than a basketball. Like it's huge. Yeah. They're <laughs> fucking like, that's why I'm saying like they could have possibly been even bigger back then. Cause you're talking, if this goes all the way back to the 12th century, you just know, like you said, before everything was polluted that's eight, 900 years ago, they could have very well been, Giant squids could have very well been way bigger than what they are even now. And it's kind of like how humans used to be able to live longer. Right. 
maybe animals were able to get bigger, live longer, you know, things like that as well. We don't, we don't know. Well, and we it know makes, now. it would make sense too, because I mean, we don't know half of what's in the ocean. That's just, that's always been one of the scariest things is that most of our, the majority of our oceans have never, like, because you can't. Yeah. I mean, you would think, you would think with all the trips that we want to make to space, we haven't done anything or like, I don't know, maybe worked in connection with NASA or something to make, because it's really, it's the same concept with space as it would be in the ocean. And it's about pressure mm -hmm. and you know, the, the, the deeper you go in the ocean, the more pressure that you're facing. So that's really what has uh, limited what submersibles have been able to do, especially man-made submersibles, because you have to worry about the pressurization within the submersible itself. Look, guys, I got really deep in that shit when I was learning about the Titanic. So. You got deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never go in one, but I'm just saying, like, that's why. Um, so let me ask you this then, because I don't fucking know. How deep can, like, a submarine go as far as feet before it will crush? Well, like. Or do you know? I See, the Titanic is over 12,000 feet below sea level, and that was in a man-made submersible. So I don't, I don't know if they've. Well, um. James Cameron, I don't, he went pretty far down into the Mariana Trench, and that's even deeper mm -hmm. than where the Titanic is. And he did that in a man-made submersible. So I don't, I really don't know. I was just curious if you, if that was something that you knew. Um, yeah, because after that, after the few dives that he did to the Titanic for the film of the movie, James Cameron got real deep into, into deep sea diving. Um, highly recommend watching those the the one that he did to the Titanic. Oh my God! And Bill Paxton's and oh, get ready to cry. Um, because Bill no! R.I.P. Bill Paxton because Bill Paxton's in one of them, and I'm like, oh, and like, okay, like, I don't... Twister. Uh, um, I've got a. I don't want to know about my body. I want to know about it. Giant squid. It keeps it keeps saying person. It keeps yeah, it keeps saying person. Okay, so apparently if it's a person and it's not a submarine, the maximum safe death is a hundred or safe death. <laughs> safe depth. Depth. There's a P in there. P. Uh hundred and ninety feet. Okay. Can you fart while diving? What the fuck? <laughs> That's literally right there. I'm sure that could be it. I'm, I'm thinking that's like... A you cannot scuba dive to the Titanic. Question. No shit. Or, what? What? Can I'm divers to go to, to the Titanic? I'm no. literally sorry. You I cannot. The Titanic is 12... literally can't do that. 12.5 thousand feet. Yeah. 12,500 feet. You definitely cannot scuba. No. The maximum death a human can dive is four. I did not mean to scream. I just feet. literally didn't know. Again, sorry for... I blew out anybody's ear holes. I just literally was like, did somebody genuinely ask? Yeah, they did. They had to put that on Google because somebody would actually ask that question. Um, so I looked and the largest giant squid on record, guys, was almost 43 feet or 13 meters long and may have weighed nearly a ton. Holy Jesus. 
So that's on record from the Smithsonian. Okay, so probably bigger than that. So, it's generally accepted that the maximum depth is one to f- 1.5 to 2 times deeper. The latest open literature says that they suggest that a submarine can go down to 3,000 feet. Okay, so... But that doesn't make sense because the Titanic is 12,000, and I know they've been down there. We've seen pictures of it. Yeah, so James Cameron, James Cameron's, uh, it was called, it was in 2014, and it was called Deep Sea Challenge. And um, that was, he was competing to break the uh, world record for the uh, Mariana Trench. And, um, okay, so James made a record-breaking solo dive 35,787 feet below the surface of the Pacific Ocean in the Deep Sea Challenger submersible vessel to reach the world's deepest frontier. So that's 10,908 meters. This is over 35,000 feet James Cameron did in 2012. Wow. So yeah, that... That's a lot. That was record breaking, and that now again, that was in a single manned submersible. Um, the ones that I've seen, even the original one that Doctor Ballard went down in the eighties, the the very he was the original to discover where the Titanic had sank, um, and also to find out it broke in half because that was always mm-hmm. subject to nobody actually. Because I think it was Jack Thayer was the famous, was, was one of the most, well, famous, most prominent survivors of the Titanic that made one of the original illustrations that said that the ship did break in half. He said that, but then there was also, you know, it was just this on, I I think that more so it came about later when people really wanted to believe that the Titanic could have could possibly be uh, uh, lifted back up, salvaged in in some way that people really had this um, imagination into thinking that, well, if it was a possibility that it sank intact, uh, I mean, they literally did everything to want to put balloons to golf balls in it under ping pong balls. I mean, it was like everything. (laughs) Like, um, there is a really, okay, the movie is terrible. But if you guys can find on YouTube, I know this has nothing to do with the Kraken, but there was a movie in the 80s called Raise the Titanic. And there is actually this insane scene. And what they did was they took, they, they shot it in reverse, but they basically, it, it's, a, it's, it's an incredibly powerful. It'll actually, if you're into the Titanic as much as I do, it kind of made me a little emotional. But um, they literally, it's literally an entire scene where they raise the Titanic and it looks like this big rusted and they literally, well, and the the movie is supposed to be about supposedly there was some, I don't, I don't know. I think it was like either money or some kind of Russian bomb or something and they, or uranium (laughs) and it's on the Titanic. I don't know. The the movie itself is not good. Um like at all. You're like, no, it's terrible. But if you go on YouTube and just search a scene in Raising the Titanic, like the scene is insane the way they shot it. Like, obviously it's not real, but 
what was so crazy is this was before, actually, no, I think it was in the late seventies, late seventies, early eighties. So I think Robert Ballard, that was in 81. So this was actually before the public knew that the ship had broken in half. So that's what makes the, that's what makes that scene in the movie even crazier. Cause you're like, Oh my God, what am I watching? Because even then, even in the late seventies, this was still a time that people were really interested in the Titanic and the thought, even, I mean, even that many years later, the thought of possibly being able to raise the ship was still so fresh in people's minds that they made this really terrible movie. But, um, <laughs> but that scene is so worse. You said that so nonchalantly that they, it was just so fresh in their minds that they made this really terrible movie, but <laughs> <laughs> so bad. But yeah, that scene is worth a watch. Um, also seriously, look up giant squid videos on YouTube. It's, it's, it is so, it, it will, it, it's honestly, it scared the shit out of me because really it just goes back to how much we don't know. Um, and then it gets your mind going into like, shit, Megalodon, fucking. What's even crazier Cthulhu, is the fact that if, like, <laughs> if those creatures exist, the fact that they can live mm -hmm. in that pressure, their, bo your, their bodies are that adapted, tough. Yeah. That they can literally, mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah. That's why when people tell me like, "What scares you more, space or the ocean?" I'm like, honestly, bring on the aliens, because I don't of... really care for sea creatures that much because they kind of freak me out. Both of them so... kind of. Both of them, to be honest with me, scare the scare the shit out of me. But like deep sea, oh hell no. Absolutely not. Those motherfuckers are absolutely fucking terrifying. Like, sea creatures are terrifying looking. Let's be real. Like, I, I think they're cool oh, looking. They're oh, but they're terrifying. But they're terrifying. That's something else I've done a deep dive to. Like, in the lowest, like, what some cra like crazy looking sea creatures that Listen. are in, like, the lowest like, depths in the of dark, the ocean. And they, they have dark lights in their fucking and head. And they are the craziest looking You know that, 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 that thing? thing you know what I'm but talking particular about? Like, one it has a light that's hanging from it. Do you that, know how really how actual the size yeah. of those things are? They're not very they're not that small big at all. Or no, they're they're big. They're fucking massive. Oh god, I thought they were smaller. No. Angular angler angler fish? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah, they're that just scared me. Like that just really made me like, nope. If I remember correctly, yeah, they're not small. Nope. Oh my god! <laughs> like okay, y'all, you need to Google angler fish. That just gave me nightmares. Like, no. look at that! What the fuck is Absolutely that? Absolutely not. No, the ocean. So apparently, the ocean is a big hell. Because no. I remember someone saying, "Like, look at that fucking shit." Well, because like on Finding Nemo, they don't make them. You don't think he's that a they're fucking that, clownfish? Yeah, clownfish are this that big. That big. But when you actually look it up, um, let's see. An interesting fact. The size of the females are much bigger than the males. The largest male species is less than three centimeters. Um, the largest female is equivalent to seven inches. Well, maybe not. Because I remember someone said, there is a fish. Okay, it's not this fish. I lied to you. <laughs> there is, There is though, there's a fish that people kept thinking it was a lot smaller and then they looked it up and it wasn't. It was a lot bigger. Oh, no, I believe you. And I think that just, that that could be for shit, any number 
of reasons. What the fuck is that? It's the same. They're so ugly. I like. I, it's just what the you, fuck is that? <laughs> like, I feel like if I went, if I was able to truly go down into the deep and I was able to actually see, I would be like, literally, what the fuck is that? Like the entire, the fuck is that? The fuck is that? The fuck is that? So I have a, I have a relative that does like deep sea fishing, and uh, I've had people ask me because me and my husband fish. And I'm oh, like, okay, so they can get big. There's a seven-foot one right there. Yeah, fuck So they, that. they can get big. Hell no. <laughs> so me and my husband fish, and somebody asked me, like, would you guys go? I'm like, look, we we like off-the-shore lake fish for bluegill, okay? Like, <laughs> we're not fucking, like, You're like, what, the biggest one is a catfish? Fisherman? Yeah. Like, I'm not, not to mention the fact, like, this, this relative of mine, like, I've seen, like, these gorgeous pictures, you know, on the boat, and it's like, but there's no... Here's the kicker. There's no land around him. There's no, I see no land. I see no land. Like not a smidge of land. And I'm just going, hell no. I don't want to be that. I want to see land. Okay. You like I see. I do. I've, and I've been on boats. I've been in the, you know, I've been in the Bahamas. I've been, so, I mean, I've been on a boat before, but I mean, I'm, I can see fucking earth like i can see land like it's right there if i'm far enough off where i'm like hey yo land is getting awfully small, small. <laughs> uh <laughs> hey captain uh mm. <laughs> like no i don't like that shit and i'm you know and it got nothing to do with being a strong swimmer nothing it's just their shit it doesn't matter like you're not swimming away from a kraken you're not <laughs> Swimming away from a kraken is running away from a tornado. You're not gonna make it. No, you're not. Um, you're not. I don't want to go fishing happen. out there. Like, I would absolutely love to do that, but I can't because I get so fucking motion sick that I, I could well, even make like, it. for real, for real. I, me too. But yeah, I would I actually would love to do it, but I wouldn't want to go fishing and then pull up something and be like, hmm, "The fuck is this?" Well, you pull up a fucking well. seven foot angler. <laughs> I'd be like. Well, that's enough deep sea for the day. Yeah, Let's go. I'm good. I'm good for the rest of my life. Never doing this again. Ever. <laughs> well, life gives you lemons. <laughs> like, no fucking thank you. I No way. No way. Cannot. I, I'm, I'm just not that. I like going to the beach. I, you know, it's beautiful. The ocean's beautiful. I like, but... No. Like, I draw I draw the line with certain... Like, when we went to Massachusetts and we were on the, or on the beach, there was a part of my brain that was looking out and I was going, God, that's so... It's just vast. Yeah. And it's so small compared to the Pacific. The Pacific's bigger. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, see, I've never been on the Pacific side, but I've been... Me either. Up and down the Atlantic I've side. Been on the Atl way, I've been on the Atlantic side a few times. Massachusetts and, far, um, Mar Mass Mars. <laughs> Massachusetts is the farthest north I've been, but I've been all the way to the southern tip of Florida. Yep. So Massachusetts, yep. Florida, and then Myrtle Beach, which is what, South Carolina? Yeah. Okay. Never been to Myrtle Beach, but I have driven through South Carolina and I've been up and down the coast of North Carolina. Um Yeah, but I'm not It's just crazy how vast it is. You're just like you can't it's like 
the ocean meets the sky and that's it for miles it's yeah, just crazy to my my head well and then it makes me think about, about like um <coughs> excuse me people that have actually been like shipwrecked or people that are stuck on islands or you know and there's just you don't know when the next boat's gonna come you're praying that a castaway <laughs> castaway <laughs> I'm sorry, is that no longer a thing? It's it is, but I was thinking of the movie. No, I know, and I love... <laughs> never cried so hard off this stupid ass. Wilson. Wilson. I never cried over a fucking volleyball in my life. I was so... That movie made me so emotional. I'm just glad it did it to a lot of us. I like... Because I, I felt like a jackass afterwards going, I'm, I cried so hard it was over that fucking thing. Also, how funny it was when he, like, makes it back to land, mm -hmm. and they had that, like, spread of food, and it's all seafood. He was like... Mm -hmm. It's all, like, crab legs and fish, and he's like, I would be so mad. I'd be like, like this is I never fun. want to see any seafood. I wouldn't... And I fucking love seafood, but I would <laughs> never... After eating raw crab... He was missing for, for months. how long? Months, like it was a while. I think I want to say it was three years. Oh shit, that's right. I think it was because the beard and the hair grew out. Yeah. Oh my god, that scene of the the tooth. I can't hardly watch that scene. I can't take it. And I've had a tooth pulled. I mean, and obviously I was, you know, I mean I was awake, but I was numbed the the fuck up. Mm -hmm. I was too when Thank I got my tooth pulled. Jesus. Um, he asked me. It was my baby tooth that would not come out. He goes, you want me to numb this? I'm like, yes, please. No, I don't. <laughs> no. I want to feel it. No. It. Apparently it's like 1887 and <laughs> anesthetic is, doesn't exist. Like, what the fuck you mean you don't want me to numb? <sighs> I'll go to that doctor like, sir. <laughs> no, but you, you feel the pressure though. That's yeah. what's so crazy. Like, that's what I remember. I remember, like, when they initially, like, knock it loose and you feel, like, you know it. Like, it didn't hurt. Right. But I you felt, felt it. it. And I was like, <sniffs> I actually had this twinge moment where I thought, oh, my God, if I wasn't under anesthesia, <laughs> I did too. fucking bad with this. Because then it takes you back. And I've seen, not just in Castaway, but there's been several movies that I've seen where people, like, yank their there are a lot of things in the horror and movies I, that I can oh, handle, man, but when it comes to something like that, fingernails and eyeballs, not a fan. Pulling fingernails, pulling an eyeball, or pulling a tooth. I a needle and an eye. Mm -hmm. Jesus fucking Christ! No, thank you. You look stressed. <laughs> <laughs> you so look stressed. stressed. So She's stressed. so stressed out right now. You said that. I just she looks. <laughs> she looked so fucking stressed Anxiety. out. She was like, "I am sweating right." I actually made myself nauseous, so we're gonna stop talking about yeah, that we're... right now. Anyway, you're stressed, and I'm nauseous. We're done. Oh, so the kraken is a crazy ass giant fucking squid that might have been. Maybe it doesn't exist today because, you know, oh, they are God. smaller today, but maybe it does. We don't know because we don't know what the fuck is in our ocean. We literally don't know. But we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, yes. I, and like I said in the beginning, I think that 
this is one of those cryptids that you could honestly say ex either I would say existed more back then than it does now, but giant squids are definitely a thing. Mm -hmm. We know they're a thing. Um, yeah, guys, take a deep dive on YouTube. Look up some giant squid videos. Watch um, Clash of the Titans, the original or the remake, if you've never seen it. Good family flick, both of them. Um, watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Watch that. The also, first three. Also great family flicks. The first three. Plus. And then stop. And then don't watch them anymore. Um, I haven't even seen five I because I, I, don't, I, don't I don't have know. a desire. And neither do I. Four was um, really bad. So <laughs> I didn't see four. I literally don't. saw the first. Okay, well then just watch the first three. They're on the Disney first three. Plus. And um, also, if you guys get a chance to watch that James Cameron documentary, that's pretty cool. Both the uh, Titanic one and the um, Mary and the Trench Just go one. watch all the sea just, shit. Just, watch all this, just, just creep yourself out and watch some deep sea stuff. And then you'll never want to go in the ocean ever again. You'll be like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. It's cool. I'll just watch from the shore. Just stand right here on the beach. Go You're play. literally standing on the balcony of that. Nope, I'm good right here. I'm good right here. I'm fine. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> wait no, I love swimming in the ocean, but I don't go out too I far. I do too. Oh, hell no. I don't go out too far. Yeah. It was one time I did... And my grandparents were, like, literally screaming at me to come back in that, because they saw a fin. They saw a shark oh fin. Oh, God. Well, um, no shark fin, but when one of the times that we went to the Bahamas, uh, my brother, because my brother is more of the water baby, he got way too far out. And it was one of those, like, where my dad was, like, looking... And then look in. And all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, oh, shit. Like, one of those, like, he's cool. He's cool. Oh, fuck my kid. And then, <laughs> oh, fuck my kid. And then it was like, it was straight up one of those. And my brother just like, what? Like, he's just like having a great time. Fucking, oh, my God. Like, literally, like, five years old having the time of his life. Like, getting sucked out into the Atlantic Ocean. And my dad and my mom and dad are having a coronary. And I'm confused. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, no, they actually, like, there was a small wave uh, that went by me, and they said that a fin came, oh, out of, came out of the wave that was next to me, and they were screaming. That, that would have given my parents a heart attack. Um, and I was fine. I never even, I didn't even see it. I didn't even know why they were screaming until, because they well, didn't Well, thank God. Me. Well, good, because if you would have started freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they didn't do it. You but what's crazy is a friend of mine uh, told me a story about how him and his mom got too far out and uh, they saw Finn and they were like, he's like, mom, I think we should, you know, kind of start heading back. And he's like, as we started making our way very, very calmly, he said there was another one. And he's like, the fins started circling mm -hmm. and I was, I, I was freaking out and I'm like, literally you're fine because you're sitting right here and I'm I know your mom's more, alive. I'm getting more stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he's like, they started circling us and he's like, my mom freaked out and accidentally sliced. Like she's like, he's like her, her hand went down my side and it made me bleed and I'm going, Oh my God. Like, can you stop? <laughs> they made it with this story. I mean, of course they did because he's telling you the story, but I'm like, can we just, like, I know you live, so can we just stop <laughs> telling this And story? they told me stories about how fucking tornadoes almost killed them. And I'm like, what is your life? You almost got killed by tornadoes. Like, you're making me sharks. sweat. <laughs> like, 
What? I was like, how are you alive today, sir? You like to live on the edge. Oh my God. No. No, I'm so good. funny. I'm good. But anyway, all of those. so when you go swimming on the ocean, be careful and don't go out too far. No, don't do it. No. And if you see a fin, don't panic. Yeah. It's don't. literally the worst thing. Cause if you go flailing around, they think that you're like a seal. <laughs> they really do. Cause they, they don't do. Yeah, know. They don't know. Um, and bull sharks and tiger sharks are the one it's, it's great white get a bad rap it's really bull and tiger sharks great whites will normally be... leave you great whites are like bees they're literally unless you bother them and we need they're them. they won't they won't bother you also killer whales are fucking terrifying. assholes fucking assholes if you see one of their fins fucking fucking orcas <laughs> you can't Asshole. run, you can't run. <laughs> Someone starts running. Run. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and they're like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. I'm not going. You're swimming. Have you seen them like flip seals in the air for fun? Jesus. And we, t- and we say sharks are bad. Orcas they, are assholes. They're awful. And dolphins are rapists. So moral yeah. of the story. <laughs> sharks are actually the, the good guys. The ocean is literally one of the scariest. Sharks are actually the good guys. <laughs> Dolphins and orcas fucking suck. They're cute though. <laughs> they are, but no. We're like they're cute though, but I think it was something on like it was the things that dolphins that got me. I think it was something on Discovery Channel, and it was a guy with a British accent, so that made it like he like made it even more ominous. And it was I think the actual the literal title was something like the dark side of dolphins and i was like what the stop and i watched the full hour of this thing stop and i had never been more terrified i immediately was turned off from dolphins immediately they gang rape guys look they are like i was like what is happening like it totally it it turned me completely off from dolphins. I was like, okay, I'm good. This is not flipper. This is fucked up. This is <laughs> fucked up. I mean, y'all can feel however you want to feel, but if you find the dark side of dolphins, <laughs> it will de- it will forever destroy your life like it did. I can't fucking take those words in the same. In the I same, mean, it was so I was the like, dark side of dolphins. I was like, what? And then you get to watching it, and you're like. Oh my god! Oh yeah, my I'm just god. gonna hang out with Marlon over here. Yeah, I'm good. Fish. Um, yeah, that's why I said sharks get a bad rap. It's dolphins and killer whales that are terrible. It's true. I mean, just like if a shark, the period, if the shark is near the shore, don't fucking go out and test it. It's not gonna be like, oh, okay, well, I'll just leave you alone. No. Also, bull sharks can get in fresh water, so. Mm-hmm. There have been reported bull sightings, shark, right? There have been reported sightings of bull sharks in the Mississippi River. In the Mississippi, the Mississippi, in my crooked letter. <laughs> in my Mississippi, I'm like, is that how you guys crooked letter? And the P is humpback, humpback. I, I just go M I S S I S S I P P I. I don't, I don't. Am I that old that I'm the <laughs> only one that remembers that? That that's how you learned how to spell Mississippi? Not that goddamn old. Shit. I just maybe <laughs> didn't learn it. I don't know. Okay. I'm the one who's like, this is bananas. B A N A R A S P E C N T. Thank you that I'm not the only one. I'm like, this shit. 
Well, I'm like the girl on the radio. She was like, I don't know. I could be like, na 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 Got to how do you spell bananas? B A N A N A S. Well, now you know how. Um, so next week, guys, so excited! I can't fucking wait. So Candyman, 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 Candyman. I'm gonna stop you right there because <laughs> you're in my motherfucking house. Okay. Do that shit. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, don't you, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Um, so we are going to be seeing the new one. Um, it came out last weekend. We're going to be seeing it this weekend. Um, also, congratulations. Yes, to Nia DaCosta. Um, Jordan Peele was one of the writers, but for some reason, it's still getting reported that he is the director. He did not direct Candyman. He did not. It was Nia DaCosta. It was. And she is now the first black woman to ever have a number one box office horror film. Good for her. So much congratulations. I posted that. Black Girl Magic. Love it. Um, And I... I have, it has been getting glowing reviews. I have not heard any singular bad things about it. I have, I am so fucking excited to see this. I've been excited since last year. Um, we've been excited since last May. We were literally, talk, we've been talking about this for a while. As soon as the trailer dropped, everybody was ecstatic to see this 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 movie. I can't wait, man. Um, we are obviously going to do like we've done previously with, our it episode, our pet cemetery episode. We will be watching the original Candyman, um, doing a comparison and contrast to the new film. Um, and we will only be doing the first. Obviously, there were four movies, three and four are trash. Um, the really the only thing that you really need in the context of the second Candyman is that it gives you his backstory, mm-hmm. which is awful. Um, it wasn't great. Well, and that's part of it, but and that's why Candyman to the black community and why this movie is so important with having a black director, black writers, black cast, is that um what few movies the black community got in horror, this was our movie. This this was ours. And um so for me especially with with how much I loved the original. I am, I'm just ecstatic to see this. So glad Tony Todd's in it. So glad Vanessa, Vanessa C. K. Williams, I think her name. Um, they brought back so much of the original cast. Um, I'm just, I'm ecstatic to see it. I'm so happy. Um, and I'm really, really, really glad that we're getting this. Also, speaking of uh, Tony Todd, Black Horror, um, they currently, I don't know if they're still filming or just finished filming. But um, if you if anybody follows Rachel True from the craft fame on uh, Instagram, um, 
she posted that they were filming. They've either wrapped. I, I'm pretty sure they've wrapped it. They've wrapped filming of a uh, second part to horror noir that aired on Shudder, which if you guys have not seen that, please, I implore you, we did a podcast episode about it. It, it is incredible how deep it goes into black history and, and horror. It is absolutely incredible. I, I learned a lot that I didn't even know. They are doing a part two. Rachel True is going to be a part of it. Tony Todd's going to be a part of it. Um, and I think before the end of the year, it's supposed to be coming out on Shutter. So please look out for that if you guys haven't heard anything about it. But um, I am really excited about that. I'm so excited. I am. So, yeah, too. I'm go, sorry. I was look, I was going to look up something real quick. So yeah, go watch the original Candyman. And um, if you have not seen the new one, it is already out in theaters. Um, if you get a chance to go see it, please please support our movie theaters. <laughs> what few? What if any? I know some shut down in some areas of the country, but if you still have local movie theaters, please support your movie theaters. Um, we're getting a lot of really great movies that are finally coming out after 2020 and um, we need to support our movie theaters. So go see Candyman. Um, so Horror Noir is coming out because Shudder is doing a 61 days of Halloween instead oh, of 31 okay. days. Nice. So now... Um, it is starting in September, and Horror Noir will be coming out next month. Oh, nice. Okay, so it will be coming out in October. I yes. knew it was going to be the end of this year because that Rachel True had posted. Um, I'm trying to see what's coming. Oh, my God. Shudder's getting Grave Encounters in Grave Encounters 2 this month. Bitch. If you guys haven't seen those, have we done a podcast episode about those? No. Okay. Well, we're going to put that on. This. You're like, that uh, sounds great. <laughs> um, Phantas all the phantasms are coming to um, Shudder. That's interesting. Oh my God, the stuff. <laughs> the stuff. Stop it. Um, That is such a great movie. So I do not see Horror Noir in September. So more than likely it's going to come in October. Also, just to let you guys know, VHS will be yes. coming out in sh on Shutter next month as well. I'm very excited. I Hopefully that's not going to suck. I'm, I'm worried because guys. Viral was bad. So I'm, I'm... Oh yeah, wait. The first two were great. Vi yeah, you're right. Viral yeah. was really bad. Um, Superhost... I don't know what that is. The Medium? I don't know what that is either. Uh, Carrie will be coming on it. Poltergeist, I think, is coming on next month. Uh, the Gulag, listen. I don't know about you all, but I fucking love that shit. Just having it on for background, I, I it's so atmos it's it's the atmospheric thing. I love so much of that. But yes, Horror Noir will be on there next month. Make sure you watch the first one. Um, and also make sure you watch the 1980s horror documentary part one and part two it's like eight hours but it's worth it it really is it's so worth it <clears throat> yeah no it really is if you want to get a real deep dive lesson in horror history both of those are, are definitely definitely worth the watch but i can't wait we got Candyman on saturday yeah uh, halloween kills comes out next month chucky series comes out next month that antlers movie finally comes out next month um october's got a lot to give us september is just kind of 
giving us a little bit and then october is going to be like here <laughs> there's a lot that's why i was just saying this this year the the end of this year we are getting some some well deserved or so thank god support your movie theaters please please all right guys well you know the drill we have facebook instagram and twitter all at dfwto podcast our handles is dfwto8811 and we are on itunes podbean spotify excuse me and google podcast please like us subscribe follow leave a review um for the first time in a long time i actually really got to go on the itunes page and there were there was one review that really stood out to me and it was someone who said that they were looking for warren podcast episodes I and that. i really appreciated that because you know there's a lot of people that don't have open minds when it comes to the warrens and here's the thing about us we believe in them obviously you guys have followed us long enough you know that we trust them 100 percent. but if you don't we're not gonna just you know we we respect people's opinions and sometimes people just don't know how to do that so there's a lot of podcasts out there with episodes on the Warrens that unfortunately just destroy. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. But like I said, I really appreciated that comment. That was I mean, very I, nice. I understand people are going to have their opinions. Right. I totally get it. The Warrens had a lot of detractors. They had a lot of people over the years that tried everything they could to discredit <clears throat> them. And, you know, and it, it happens. <laughs> To people, but um, we believe them, and we know that they have a lot of people out there that believed them, and we are so happy that we can provide that to people who believe in the Warrens and respect the Warrens as much as we do. And um, also another podcast, too, that <clears throat> I've mentioned before on here that has also done podcast episodes about the Warrens and <laughs> that, that give them a lot of justice, too, which I greatly appreciate, is um, the Lights Out podcast. It's on YouTube. Um, well, they're on all platforms, but you can watch the video versions on YouTube. Um, and they've done past episodes on uh, Warren cases. And um, it's uh, Josh and Joel. Um, Josh narrates it. Joel produces it. And uh, Lights Out, just L-O-P. You can search on YouTube or Spotify, anywhere. Um, they are phenomenal. And they really, they, they actually believe the Warren. So they... Um, yeah, it's it's really good to hear their their take on it. Um, they just recently did an episode too about the original uh, founder of Wicca. Um, they oh, explore wow, they nice. explore like everything. Very cool. They do. They've done Skinwalker episodes. They've done one about the Warrens. They've done um, serial killer ones. They've done. So yeah, they're kind of so, like us, a little bit. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's a really good podcast. And again, you can either listen to it or you can watch it on YouTube. Um, but that's just another one if someone out there loves the Warrens as much as we do. Because like we said, it's it's you don't find that on other podcasts, even podcasts that I love, but they'll just completely <laughs> destroy the Warrens. Which again, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I appreciated that review as well. So um, I just wanted to point that one out because that one hit me. I, I don't see, especially someone that I don't know, because usually like it's people that I know and they're like, hey, I just want to let you know this episode was really cool. I didn't know the person and they were like, I stumbled upon this episode and I really appreciated it and it meant a lot to them. And I was like, that means a lot to me. Like we do this podcast because we love doing the podcast, but it's nice to hear feedback like yeah. that. It, it, it's always nice to know that there was someone out there who was like, Hey, I appreciated that because we appreciate you. Yes. 
I didn't take a breath. So I was like trying to get it out. I appreciate you. Okay, guys, have a wonderful week. You know, be safe. And remember, don't fuck with the original. Happy spooky season. Spooky, scary skeletons are really well, well, fine.